This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Introducing the Lowe's List for Innovation. While our aisles are filled with innovative products, we've selected our favorites just for you. Like the exclusive Whirlpool washer with industry-first 2-in-1 removable agitator. We love this washer because you can customize any load. And with other smart features to streamline your laundry routine, this product is a must-have for families. Shop the full Lowe's list of top picks at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. U.S. only. Come on. Wait, if you're not looking at Twitter, does that mean I can't look at Twitter? Because I won't be able to contain myself. Yeah, don't don't look at Twitter. I'll go to your poker face. Yeah, I, I, I try to read okay, the room here. I'll just yeah. get off. I'll just get off so I can have an authentic reaction. You can get back on Twitter in, in like the next pick. Okay. For, for, for three. <laughs> Although you could be happy about those in between. All right, so they're going to be bringing someone up to the stage. This, we're going to be two minutes away from this pick still, aren't we? <laughs> At least. The most exciting two minutes in sports. No no Kentucky Derby here. It's funny because five, six, seven picks to go, I would have been happy with a bunch of guys. And as it's 
progressively gone on. <laughs> I started focusing in on my guy, and and here it goes, man. I'm I'm really gonna be really gonna be hyped if we if we get a an absolute beast at right tackle. It would just feel so good. We I mean we might even upgrade that position for 2021. I don't know there's someone behind the Ravens, though, that are – I mean, unless someone wants to trade up for Jenkins, which if they did, they would have traded ahead of the Ravens, I think. Right. Um, yep. That is necessarily going to take a tackle. Um, so yeah, Could still be there. But it gets progressively cheaper to do so with each pick in That's that true. first round. That's true. And then they'd be still trading in front of the Ravens again. But it's possible mm-hmm. he gets to 31. Yeah. Jason, I want to hear more about what you just said. You said that you felt like it could be an upgrade at right tackle with Jenkins. Are you talking about over Orlando Brown or when Orlando Brown had to move to the left side and we had the right? Like, you think he's better than Orlando? I think that he can be by the end of this year. I think that's the safer way to say it. I think when you talk about Orlando Brown, he's great downhill. He's great handling the bull rush. I think – there are some things that Jenkins does from a technical standpoint that I like even better than Orlando. And I can think of a lot of runs specifically where Orlando could not hold the edge as far as the seal blocks. In other words, he's turning in towards the middle of the line. He's trying to block wall that defensive end and the defensive end takes a step back and Orlando loses him because his feet are just a little bit slower than Jenkins. And that's, that's really interesting. Why? I, I, because I would have said that the down block and then move up a, a half level to catch the linebacker is one of the things that Orlando did really, really well. And it's one of the things that made it really easy to play right tackle. The Ravens take Rashad Bateman with the 27th pick. There you go. Wait, are there you, you go, lying game. right now? Are you nope. serious? <laughs> nope. It just came up. They it just came back, and Rashad Bateman is the guy. Rejoice. Oh, my gosh. I, my I'm, mentions. I'm, I'm a little bit – shocked here but my yeah. mentions are going to be so much better <laughs> i'm so tired of people complaining to me yep twitter yeah, might... will be more peaceful for sure oh. you might be thinking yep. the same thing that jordan was thinking and that, that the, much... the wide receiver is, is more likely to go off the board than the tackle at looking at the picks that are left and who's picking so one thousand percent that's exactly <laughs> how i feel about it there, there was you know with what what buffalo was trying to do with what the saints yeah all of them green bay for sure is definitely looking at a wide receiver, I think, um, especially with Aaron Rodgers kind of like hubbub. Um, much better chance that a wide receiver is going in the next three picks and tackle. <laughs> I, I love I'm Bateman, so I'm, I'm happy. We're not even talking about Bateman. <laughs> we're talking I'm about Hankins Bill. <laughs> I could describe the, the responses we're getting to this pick as a barbell. <laughs> a lot of yeses and a lot of, I just broke the table I was pounding on. Who was with me who said before that they would have been, I said I would be fine with, Terrace Marshall or Bateman. Somebody I said, else said, I said Bateman. that too. I said Bateman. Yeah. Tell Play me what you think Lamar, what do you think Lamar is getting with Bateman? He's getting a guy who can get open. He can get separation. He has great hands. Um, he plays bigger than his size. He doesn't have elite speed, but I love his route running. That's the number one thing I, I see when I watch him. Yeah, Middle I the love field. the route. Does, I've only seen the heat map on Terrace Marshall. I haven't seen one on, on Rashad Bateman. Have you, Jordan, have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I'm I'm not because I've seen that heat map too, and it was a, a better it was a good fit for Baltimore. Right, 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 right. But I but I agree with the uh, with Gabe with um 
He just, I, I was shocked by, by his measurements at his Pro Bowl because, like you said, he plays so much yep. bigger than his size. I love the route running. I love that he's going to be paired. All these young wide receivers are going to be paired with the new coaches, um, Williams and um, T. Martin. T. Martin. Because I always want to say his son's name whenever I think of him. But, um, but, and then, and I said this a lot on your pod, Ken, when I came on, I just felt like wide receivers were not making plays for Lamar. It was so many times Mm -hmm. that Lamar would make – his offensive line look better or all these things. And I'm like, can somebody do something for Lamar? And, and so that's why I do like Bateman. I just feel like he's going to go up and he's going to snatch the ball out of the air and he's going to make plays for Lamar. And maybe it'll take a minute to adjust to the NFL, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I want a Jenkins and he's, he's still there, but I'm also not hating uh, Rashad, although Ken, I know you you're not very happy. <laughs> well, I'd I'd have preferred not to have the yeah. That's a good point. Now zero percent chance. Zero chance for Julio. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Interesting. It's an interesting pick. I I if the if the Ravens like it, I like it. a lot of people had Bateman much higher than the twenty seventh pick. So from that perspective, could really be good value for the Ravens. My fear always with a wide receiver is that the Ravens won't harvest that value because they won't develop him. And frankly, that because they don't need to pass as much, that they don't, uh, they don't get the most value they could out of a wide receiver pick. So it is, it, it, uh, it is what it is. Uh, the, pick, the Saints are about to pick at number 28, and that's one of only three in front of the Ravens again. So I does think, DaCosta I think... win an Oscar for his uh, performance about the wide <laughs> receiver group? <laughs> Liar's lunch. He, yeah. uh, let me tell you, having um, worked there for many years, and I also, um, very early in my Ravens career, after I was a PR intern, the scouts actually asked me to interview for an opening they had in their department. But it was uh, it was uh, kind of like an, an administrative assistant kind of person. But I interviewed with, with uh, Eric DaCosta. And he's both a super, um, he's a prankster, and he's also super serious. And so I've been in an interview where I felt like I was a player and it was intense, but we got to talking and like, we just started going off of each other and we ended up, you know, really, I don't know. I really enjoyed the interview. I ended up not getting the position, I, which is good. Cause I was, I liked being in digital media, but he is a prankster always on Pat Moriarty. We would get emails <laughs> randomly all the time. It would be sent out to the entire company from Pat Moriarty's email saying something dumb. <laughs> like, and you so, knew Eric had sent it. You knew Eric sent it from, he like got into his office so and sent it. Pissed so, off that Moriarty was leaving his email open while he's away from his desk. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably, yeah. probably. But, but anyway, I say that because I feel like Eric might, he would never admit this, get a little bit of a kick out of trolling Ravens fans, Ravens media, national media. Like I think, like he loved that he tricked everybody on on Lamar Jackson. I guarantee he loves that he's like making it look like he was never going to get Bateman or anybody else. We're fine. We don't need a wide receiver one. And then he goes and gets it. Um, but I bet he loves trolling all of us. <laughs> I love that. No hollow vote of confidence. It's when people were freaking out. I remember tweeting something like, "There's nothing quite like the the hollow vote of confidence." And we love our guys. This is our guys. I'm insulted that you're insulted, that we're insulted, that he's insulted. <laughs> and here we are. We take a complete receiver in Rashad Bateman. That 
I mean, I, I like Marshall better, but uh, I'll trust the Ravens on this one. And 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 I know I, I like I like Bateman as a player a lot. He was I think twenty third on my board, twenty fourth. So it was it's a great value. I mean, I I I I wouldn't have thought that he would have. I thought that was a borderline guy. Most of the time, he wouldn't have been there. Half the time, he would have been there uh, if you did the mock, if you drafted under time. So I love it, man. It's uh, it's exciting. And now we just have to. Uh, we so have we to- got this question from Doug come up. Who's getting cut, Prochet or Boykin? And one of the things I'll say about this is injuries almost always will make your roster shake out properly. So if they want to get down to five wide receivers, the easiest way is for them to deal with an injury. And and have it have it work out that way. But uh, here's the Saints pick coming up right now. Oh, that's very early. Peyton Turner goes at number twenty eight. Oh wow! Now, I love him, but that's very very big reach. I was reading earlier that he people were thinking he might jump into the first. So that's that's interesting. And they run a more of a four three down there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I could see that power power edge. I think there's very the Saints. I thought might be more likely to take your boy Jenkins over Green Bay, okay, um, or Buffalo. Does Buffalo just didn't Buffalo just re-sign one of their tackles? Um, and I think the Packers are pretty set at tackle too. Yeah. Uh, sorry, just seeing some some tweets that I think are interesting. Tori Smith. Commenting on Bateman, he's going to be a good one. Uh, Marlon Humphrey welcoming him. Um, here's what's interesting: can, can we bring back up that big board? Because uh, now I'm interested. We're getting an idea of where the Ravens ranked their wide receivers. So they obviously had Bateman above Marshall. What other wide receivers were left? Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore popped up a lot his first round. Which, yeah, but because he was rising, at least you know whatever rising means in mock drafts. So he had him above Moore and Marshall. I'm a Nico Collins guy. He's he's higher on my list, and you'll see him elsewhere probably. I also but, think uh, he's underrated. But uh, Diami Brown, uh, Amonra St. Brown, um, Tylen Wallace, and then, of course, you got Rondale Moore. Um, and I think that's a pretty solid uh, tier right there before you get to Mari Rogers. So you think the Packers pick a wide receiver to try and save face with uh, Rodgers? <laughs> sure. So the, the last, I think it's 10 drafts or whatever, they've taken nine defensive place at players and, and his replacement might be yeah. nine drafts and eight and one, but the, their top pick in each of those drafts, defensive player for eight straight years, then, then Jordan Love. They told him they were trading it, trading him this off season or something like that. And then didn't, they're just, they're, <laughs> I don't what a mess. What a mess. It's interesting because they're not usually a team that is kind of associated with being kind of those disaster. Now, I think they got a new GM recently, right? A couple years ago. Yeah, Yeah, they did. One one more Bateman thought because, you know, I think, Ken, you're spot on when you say that he's not, he might not get the value you traditionally get in in the Ravens Mm -hmm. offense. I mean, he's probably not going to see he might see a hundred targets. I think that's kind of the top end of, of what he's going to see, but I think what he does is he gives you that kind of reliable go-to guy who can get open in big moments and be the person who the Ravens haven't necessarily had in some of these positions when they're in the third and long. 
and you're just depending on, on Lamar Jackson to make a play with his feet because I don't think the Ravens have really had that, that kind of person who, I mean, maybe Mark Andrews, but I really like him as somebody that you can really be like a, a featured wide receiver when you need him to be. Right. I, I, I did look at the heat map, by the way, for Bateman. It is a lot over the middle of the field at about 10 yards. So that's at least exciting. If he has no fear of the middle of the field. That's more like a tight end, a guy who can extend plays, a guy who can defeat play action with a good cut. I like that kind of a receiver. And a good receiver paired with Marquise Brown is really nice. Like letting Brown be the number two guy, I think is a really good fit for him. So if the Ravens passed up Barmore also, there's something wrong, right? I mean, With big Barmore? Time. Yeah. It's a, it's very strange that he's dropped as far as he has to me. A lot of the mocks had him to Tampa with that last pick. Okay. For whatever that's worth. I mean, I, you know. <laughs> well, but it's interesting because not only do they have Bateman, if they stuck by their best player available and not reaching for need. They either had Rashad Bateman above all these edge rushers and Jenkins um, and Morig or, or he was right there in a tier with them. Cause sometimes they'll have a ton of similar grades and have them in the same group. And then if they're all next to each other, then they'll, then they'll draft on need. So either he was ahead of all of them or right there with all of them. Okay, the Packers have taken Eric Stokes out of Georgia. Uh, real good size. It's like that. Six, six, six oh and five eights. Uh, but a four twenty nine forty. Definitely one of the top corners. They the five corners now in the first round, correct? That's uh, Newsom, Farley, yep. the big two, Sertan and Horn, and now Stokes. Does this does this mean Jenkins is going to make it to thirty one? You know, has to go ahead. I was just going to say, unless Buffalo trades the pick, I, I don't think they're going to take a tackle. You know, a team that wanted to trade for this pick, they are encouraged more because it's like 200 fewer uh, JJ points, if you want to talk about it that way, to trade for 27, sorry, to 26 than it is to 30. But it's still, it seems like that's maybe not enough that we would see the break and have a trade here. I think that the Ravens have too many needs for someone to try and trade ahead of the of the Ravens just because they think the Ravens are going to take their guy. Mm, good point. I could see the Bills going with Barmore. I really could because uh, remember on your Know Your Foe episode, uh, Ken, that they were having a lot of problems stopping the run. They were having a lot of problems. Uh, who was the high pick? Uh, the name escapes me. Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver, right. That They weren't sure what was going on with him. So I could see a team that was having problems stopping the run uh, have this be a landing spot for him. Well, one of those edge guys that are good against the run could be a really good fit here for them too. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. So how are the Ravens wide receivers starting right now? What's what's the lineup? What do you guys see? Because we've got Sammy now. We've got Hollywood. We've got Bateman, Miles Boykin. What do you guys see and how, how just an early thought on how they'll be used? I mean, they play a lot of 21 and a lot of 12 personnel. So they don't, they play probably as little 11 as most teams in the league. It's still 35% or something of their other things. But if you're talking starting, you really only have two wide receivers on the field, probably. So, uh, 
other teams it would be three, you know, straight out of the box almost every play. And Marquise uh, almost never left the field last year, right? Thought he was in the seventies percent, but I'm, I'm gonna look it up right now. Well, and this is also good insurance. I mean, if you're looking at Sammy Watkins' injury history, yep. Um, so that's definitely helpful because no nobody here could you know go in there feeling really comfortable with that. And, Ravens, um, and I also wonder. Sorry, go ahead. I was, the Ravens don't give a lot of snaps early to rookies, you know, right. especially at the skill position level. So I think Bateman will work his way in over time, but not be the immediate starter. 78% for Brown last year in terms of snaps, up from 51% as a rookie. Of course, he was injured then. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it might really help to have him play 65% of the snaps and and be more winded for some of those. I think one of the good things about the Ravens, at least their top three wide receivers now, assuming Bateman is one of their top three, is that they're all kind of positionally versatile in terms of the role and wide receiver. You can see any of them really playing in the slide, you can see any of them being the X, you can see any of them being the flanker, and they all kind of can fit in different roles. And I think that can, you know, provide some some easy kind of looks for Lamar. It can provide some e easy releases for different wide receivers that they want to get open in, in different situations. And I like the fact that we can we have now not only Sammy who can do this, but Bateman can get themselves open on third down. Third and yep. six, third and seven, third and eight. They can go over the middle. They can take the hit. It's not just all about Mark Andrews in that situation. So even if Sammy gets banged up again, we'll have somebody, a rookie, working their way in. I like that about Bateman and Marshall. So I, I'm happy with the pick, but I know what I want. I know what I want to happen now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Me too. Um, so here's a question, and I guess Ken, this is to you talking about you know the mostly in the. 12 personnel and whatnot. Um, one quote that completely got overshadowed from the Ravens' very first press conference after the season, it was overshadowed because it was the one where somebody had asked Harbaugh, um, like, do you think you're going to be able to get veteran wide receivers in here since you're run first? And he got super mad, right? <laughs> and he was like, I'm not going to beg anybody to be here and da 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 da. And it's kind of funny because it sounds like they did try on quite a few and it, you know, didn't work out. Um, but another quote that was completely overshadowed is his very first answer. When somebody had asked him, it was like his first answer in the whole press conference. Like, what do you want to work on? And the quote was, we owe it to Lamar and the offense to build up that side of the, the ball or that side of the, the game. Um, so I just wonder, could they, if you've got, three wide receivers who are more useful now. And again, I know it's run first. I'm not, they're not going away from that, nor should they. They're the mm -hmm. best in history at it. But could we see more three wide receiver sets if these guys are producing? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I think there's okay. no doubt about it. I mean, you, you you can, a lot of your two tight end looks can become three wide receiver looks. Uh, I think, you know, what you do with Patrick Ricard and how often you have him on the field, they've, they've already had a pretty wide variation in that over the last two seasons when the offense has been very successful. They've had him on the field a lot, playing multiple roles in 2020. They had him on the on the field relatively a little in 2019 uh, and, and used almost exclusively as a fullback that year. So uh, a fullback or, or a, you know, a, a motioning uh, tight end, we'll call it. Uh, but he's, I, I think that's, that's a player who loses snaps out of the fact that they got Rashad Bateman. 
Uh, if you had to pick another player, sixth offensive lineman, we'll probably see less of that. Uh, we'll probably see less of a player like um, uh, Tomlinson. Uh, if if you want to see less tight end snaps out of that, so I think I think this has to certainly mean with the money they spend and the draft capital they spend here uh, that that they're they're going to show more three wide receiver sets. Number pick number thirty is in Buffalo takes Gregory Rousseau, the pass rusher out of All Miami. Right. The go. other, he's there. Bring him to me. Give me Jenkins. <laughs> this is just setting up for <laughs> heartbreak. Don't Small. say that. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> no. Chance to trade back the pick now? What would you put the, the – uh, it just doesn't seem like trades are happening right now. This is it's been fast and furious. Yeah, uh, slowed down pretty quickly on the trades. Yeah. When was yeah. the last pick with trade? It was 14. Is that right? Or was it was there one since then, Dan? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't been recording now. Let's see. So the, the Jets traded up to 14. The the Bears traded up to 10, right, to take the Giants pick? Uh, the Bears traded up to 11. 11. The Cowboys and the Giants traded up 10, 12. Um, Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. So yeah, I don't think there's been a pick a trade since the, the Jets traded up to fourteen. I think fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Does anybody else need a quarterback right now? Like Jalen Mills or somebody jumping into the first round to get the fifth year option? That'd be exciting. Kyle Kyle Trask is he the sixth quarterback on the board? Could be. That was That's my bold, Kyle. bold prediction was uh, that we were going to trade this pick to Carolina or Denver or Detroit, but uh, at this point. Not really sure. I mean, the edge rushers really hung along, hung hung in there longer than I thought. I mean, Ojalary was a first rounder, and any mock that I saw, he's still on the board. Quiddy Pay lasted a longer time than I thought. I, th- I think Ojalary is a little small for the position. That's probably why he slid to where he is. But that's really the. I mean, he had a nice kind of. I think so profile. one other thing about Bateman is that. You know, you got to remember Watkins is only on a one-year deal. So, right. you know, especially with the Ravens liking to push off on rookies and not put the, you know, shine the spotlight right on them right away. You know, that's a great year to transition for Watkins. So, uh, or, or for with Watkins, so transition Watkins to Bateman. Yeah, I have to figure if Bateman doesn't get a chance. Well, he could, I, I guess he could just win the starting job from, from Watkins effectively. 
uh, you know, win playing time and and play, you know, 45, 50% of the snaps this year, maybe more even. But I don't, I just don't see him getting a huge number of targets this year. I don't see him being a hundred target guy out of the box. Um, you know, probably if, if you look at where Boykin was, maybe add 20 targets to that might be yeah. reasonable. I think realistically you're 60, 70 targets. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could a, – a good hope would be to be what J.K. Dobbins did, you know, with Ingram, you know, kind mm-hmm. of slowly transition in the first half of the year and then take over the, you know, the, the key role there. But with obviously more wide receivers, you can do both a little bit. So They have a lot of insurance at wide receiver now for injury too. So it may be that part of the thinking here is that Watkins may not play a full year. Um, maybe others either. Maybe, maybe by – you know, economizing on his snaps, he he doesn't take the same injury risk. Oh yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I think the Ravens are going to milk this clock, <laughs> see if they can get any trade back. And I wish they would just run up there and take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nobody, nobody, nobody flip this pick early here. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it until it comes up. I also wonder if. I mean, I, I know you guys are all high on Jenkins, but maybe maybe the Ravens just aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a different offensive lineman they like more, or none of them. You know, maybe they're yeah. He's too questionable at that point. So, and anybody, well, anybody think which is more likely, rolling an eleven or taking Spencer Brown here? I don't think they're going to take Brown here. Spencer yeah. Brown is more <laughs> unlikely. I'm glad you like his Spencer Brown though, Ken. That's my that's <laughs> the guy I have starred at that position. Good developmental guy. That's for he sure. really is, man. I and I don't think it'll take long. I think the end of year one, year two, he's he'll be ready to go. Uh, you you just watch Jenkins just finishing plays, and it's hard to see him not being a Raven and what they want to do. Well, if you watched Michael Orr play as a rookie. That was a guy who really finished some plays, and his career ended up being a ski slope once he decided that wasn't the way he wanted to do it. Round two is going to be long if we don't have a pick. Oh, <laughs> There's going to be a lot of good players going in round two. Yeah, that'll be painful to watch. It's true. Tomorrow night's a, a, a lot of fun. I want to remind people there'll be a Zoom call. We'll have a link out for that. Make sure you join us for that. We had a great time. Great time with all you people here. It's just been a great discussion of the people who've been on on uh, uh, the, the link on, on YouTube. Yeah, sorry. The, What's up? The link is now up on filmstudybaltimore.com. Okay. And uh, it's probably going to be limited to 100 people. Okay. I'm looking at upgrading that since we've got 200 people viewing right now, but we'll have 100 or 200 accessible over there to join us and okay. then probably probably stream it as well they pick. the same channel pick yep. pick in. In. Not trade it. don't don't give it up don't give it up if you know it looks like somebody knows hide your face damn it dan <laughs> no i'm hiding the screen oh okay i don't know it. i don't know i don't know i'm not looking yeah. oh exciting moment okay stupid I'm, commercial, I'm actually commercial okay. again i'm like <laughs> Now, who's back on with us tomorrow? Uh, I know that you are, right, Jason? Uh, I'll be here whenever you need me, sure. It's been it's right. a lot of fun, man. And tomorrow is my favorite day with all those names. A lot of fun. Off the Who board. else is, is here for tomorrow? 
Dan, I know you had trouble making it uh, making it tomorrow, or might have trouble. So you let me know. Yeah, okay? I'll let you know. And then uh, and you guys will, are all welcome. Alec will be here, and it starts at seven tomorrow, so a little earlier. Here we go. Come on, guys. Commercial. <laughs> Commercial. <laughs> it's only yep. sports that I ever see commercials anymore because I do not watch live TV. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> it's ridiculously annoying. Oh. I'm just watching you guys instead. <laughs> Ken, Ken is my new Roger Goodell. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I can't even watch baseball anymore in the same way I used to enjoy it and score it and pitch by pitch and whatnot, but I have to go fast forward by pitch now to enjoy the game at all. I can't stand the same commercials all season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by about May, I, I just I it's I'm gonna pause the game at the beginning and then just fast forward through that. Mm-hmm. So what else is going on, guys? Anything <laughs> 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 Don't even do that. <laughs> Trying to take my mind off of it here. Yeah. Well, I will say because our internet went down, I don't know what's going on. My 11 year old son has been in this room next to me this whole time. Man, he's a diehard. Kid. And from the beginning, he's been wanting Rashad Bateman. So he is ecstatic <laughs> right now, but is holding it in as so as not to be loud on this. All right, we're back from commercial. And he's still up at 11 o'clock on a weeknight? Hey, man, he's homeschool, so he's gotten in with <laughs> yeah. his teacher who will go. let him sleep in tomorrow. All so right. he's good. Mother of the year, no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. Good man. <laughs> there we go. They're announcing it right back from commercial. I hate this. And then we just... The Raven selection. Killing us tonight. Jason Owe, Penn State. Oh. Not excited. Mm. Oh. They like him a lot more than I do. I'll tell you that because he had he, he did not have a sack last year, is my recollection, right? In seven right. seven games. And Penn State was bad. So so they were behind in a lot of games, and other teams were probably running against them and not passing. That's so bad. Yeah, he had five the year before, so it's not like he's gonna he's been completely unproductive in his career. But yeah, that's that that zero sacks in a in a season is, is tough to tough to see. Man, I, I love his run defense though. I think that's honestly I think that's why the Ravens like him so much or why they drafted him, because he's he is a stud run defender. He is strong at the point of attack and he's got this like mm-hmm. I said earlier, immense oh, athleticism and upside. For a team that's already in, <laughs> sorry. For a team that's valued, you know, past production in college for sacks, probably more than any other team, you know, in the league. For them to discount, you know, to to take him despite that, I think that that kind of says something about him. So about what they saw. <laughs> One of the clips looked like it would have been a sack here, but it was a fumble that the guy intercepted. So I don't know if that was from this year or not, but. Um, <laughs> so he, he dislodged the football and went up in the air and got yeah and, got and then they just yeah. showed another one where he's well no that couldn't be this year though because it was a strip sack fumble that's credited as a sack in college right but it, it went up in the air and it got caught that oh, that, the one that they so. showed yeah it went in the air and it was intercepted by intercepted. someone yep. 
but the Bucks picked immediately. So <laughs> I don't love that. <laughs> so we're going with Villanueva and Tyree Phillips yep. on the uh, on the right side. Maybe, it could, maybe, unfortunately, it could be to start the year. It could be Villanueva and Tyree Phillips at each tackle spot if Stanley isn't ready to go. I, if Stanley, I mean, I, I, obviously there's still a chance regardless of what, whether the Ravens looked at his medicals or not, but you have to believe that they really trust that he'll be there for week one or they uh -huh. wouldn't have traded Brown. Yeah, I agree. Because then Brown would have at least been, to start the year, they would have been like, you're, you're going to start at left tackle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe they didn't deal want to deal with the unhappiness, but they didn't get so much of an overwhelming return on Brown that I think they would have made the pick if they had a potential hole there. But still, we, you know, we don't Jason, know for what sure. What do you like from Oway? I mean, you had him in this, you had him in the, your second or your third tier. Um no, Gabe said it a couple of times with the run defense. I mean, he's just a he was he's an athlete among athletes. So I love that about him and I mean, he's got a lot of room to grow, which is a double-edged sword. I remember uh Mr. Crawford Michael was talking about the tools in the toolbox. Mm -hmm. He's got a lot he's got a huge toolbox. There's just not a lot in it right now. So um if we can develop him, I mean, he could be a superstar. So I don't I don't want to be so upset that we took him because he is a very good player. I think he will be a very good player. Um, it's just the, you know, the the offensive tackle. I just love Tevin Jenkins. But uh, away, you know, you'd like to see some sack and some production. I like production just because it, it helps to to see what it looks like when it goes right. And that's something that I didn't get to see from from Jason. Okay, so there's there's a Jason Oway was a was a an odd player because. His his athleticism is just off of even the RAS charts. He uh, fifty seven, supposedly timed with a four thirty seven forty. Does anybody believe that might have been pro day influence? Oh, definitely four thirty seven. That's literally the fastest player ever at the position. Um, <laughs> thirty four and a half inch arms, maybe. You know, that's a that's a, a more of a solid thing that wouldn't be clock watchified. Uh, he had. A, th a 684 three cone and a 420 shuttle, which a broad jump of 11-2. All those numbers are way at the end of any athleticism right-hand side of the curve for the position. So, I mean, this is outrageous, but the production just does not match it. So if the if the feeling is that the Ravens can get this hand on, a, on an athlete who's really at this level and is just completely raw and not able to use his tools, then maybe that has to be the thinking behind the pick because – uh, it certainly isn't a production and college component. And he was late to football, right? I think he didn't play football his freshman and maybe also his sophomore year. So, you know, again, you don't want to overly discount it, but you do. I mean, if those athletic numbers are at all true, then that's impressive. I mean, they're slightly inflated, I think, by per day. But, the, I mean, you can't inflate the the broad jump. I mean, you can't inflate the – size and the, like the, the length um I, I just tweeted a, a pff tweet but they showed him with the, the, the 40 i mean he looks like he's moving like a wide receiver it's it's mm -hmm. i don't think it's it's very fake i think he's a guy who runs in the four fours um and he's just a phenomenal athlete i do think i would like to see it translate a little bit more into the explosiveness off the edge in terms of his pass rush i mean you see it on occasion you, you see some of the really 
good kind of high upside traits that you want to see from an edge rusher, but he needs development. I think that's hundred percent fair to say um, that the Ravens have a pretty good track record of developing these, these mid round kind of outside linebackers, edge defenders. Um, I, I think you have someone like Owe who has even more of a skill set, more of the traits. I think you can see him being potentially a, a very productive player for them. Yeah. I, and if I, if I would respond to that in one way, I'd say, one of the notes I made about him for the Edge show was that he does have the athletic traits to be a drop to coverage linebacker. So if you want the second Sam, then that that it could make sense for that reason. So all I all I all I want to say is I really hope all this athleticism is real and it's not something that's imagined and uh, and uh, fudged. <laughs> fake athlete, <laughs> fake numbers. <laughs> okay, so we got some we got some opinions on this. Obviously, I'm curious. Also, if we think the Ravens, I mean, what, how much value is it going to take Dan to, for them to be able to move up in, back into the second with some of these picks? Because we talk, I, I've talked a lot about how I don't think they have the roster spot to take all the draft picks that they have. I mean, is there, is there ammo if a guy like Jenkins or someone else that they really like also continues to fall, like Barmore? Let me see. So let's let's talk about trading maybe to number forty. <laughs> This is hilarious. <laughs> well, listen, it's taken me a minute because I'm trying to, I saw somebody else say, give him a chance. And everybody saw my Robert. It's more, I'm more <laughs> upset that we didn't get Jenkins than I am that it was Owe, if that makes sense. Obviously, yeah. my heart was in Jenkins. Now, Owe wasn't my top edge either because of the production. Um, so my reaction is more to like getting over Jenkins and like, I don't think, I mean, I've looked up, I don't, Dan will give the exact numbers. It's a lot to get back up into the second. Yeah. We're not um, <laughs> yeah. Possible. Yeah. Um, so, but I do want to say this, maybe it was with, um, maybe it was on your pod, Ken, when you guys did the edge preview and this is not to excuse it, but you have to start thinking, you have, we have to start thinking like the Ravens who, have a very good track record of developing guys and picking the right guys. So now because of that trust I have with them in their history, unlike at wide receiver, because of that, I want to start thinking what happened. Jordan pointed out that he's very late to this position. And I feel like you guys talked about partly the system that he was set up to, or he, he set up other people to get the sacks. Is that correct? Ken, I had, I haven't watched his tape. So I'm asking you guys, if you've, if you've watched the tape, he played for a Penn state team that lost their first five games of the year. It just wasn't a very good unit period. And, uh, you know, you could, you could point to a lot of things, but I think that had to probably hurt his own production. Um, I, I don't know when he first took up football. I just don't have that, that in, in what I had the last comment on, on for the edge show that I had for him that I want to talk about was that some team was going to take a developmental gamble on him before number 27. So I didn't even think the Ravens would get him when, when we first had this show, but now they did get him and they had other options on the board. And I, I'm like not happy about it or, or I don't think it's the, you know, the, the, the one I would have wanted, but I, I it's, it, it's a developmental pick. I mean, that's how I'd put it. The guy's still going to be 23 in December, but it's a developmental pick. Exactly. And you know, the only other thing that, you know, not to bash the guy, but I would like to see the athleticism I saw supposedly on pro day in his first step 
as a pass yeah, rusher. I agree with like, that. Like, you know, you figure a guy that freaky with those kind of numbers, his first step would just be – and, you know, Jalen Phillips was way ahead of him in, in that department. So, um, you know, he has a lot of work to do with his hands as a pass rusher. You know, maybe he wants to con- concentrate on a couple of things uh, instead of trying to learn a whole lot. But the first step should be should have should be there, you know, and that's why I had them below Basham and Pay and Ojalary and all those other guys. So I'm very nervous about the pick. But, um, you know, if you believe the athletic uh, testing numbers, upside is there. The defense did get faster. So that's that's one thing you could say. Great athlete, potentially great playmaker at some point. Guys, we're going to close it out here. I want to make sure we go around the room here. Thank everybody, first of all, and give you a chance to plug your Twitter account, anything else you want to talk about. Dan, we'll start with you. Yeah, just uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter, uh, DPReese8, as you can see on the bottom there. Um, you know, happy to talk football. Uh, you know, I often publish any numbers and studies that I do. Um, but And uh, we'll probably have by the numbers again this year. So, um you know, just reach out to me on Twitter. Looking forward to it. That's always a fun show to do with you, Dan. Jordan? Yeah. Thanks for having me, Ken. Um, I uh, run a podcast with Gabe, uh, who will introduce himself in a second or close up. But, um, we, you know, we the Raven Situation Room, we're looking at individual games, trying to break down plays, trying to break down film. So if you're, if you're into kind of seeing what kind of trends or what's happening in the games, check us out at Raven Sit Room. All right, Gabe, go ahead. Yeah, like Jordan said, our podcast, uh, Raven Situation Room. Um, you know, I think I'm I'm going to be tweeting probably a lot over the next couple of days just about the, the Ravens. You can see me at, at Gabe Fergie. Um, I'm I I like to see kind of big picture things. I like to think about you know how how things work kind of at at a high level. Um, and I, I like to talk about that kind of stuff too. So if you're interested in, in you know ha- having some of those conversations, I'm, I'm always willing to have them on on Twitter. All right. Outstanding show by there. By the way, the timeliness is really key. It's one of the first things that comes out on Sunday night after a day game on on uh, Sunday, of course. Sarah, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Bateman came <laughs> up. They gave a pressure with Bateman. So I was trying to, you know, look at that real quick. But um, uh, we're, we're plugging our stuff, right? I'm at SG Ellison. Um, I'm still, I mean, I just mostly do all my stuff on Twitter there. And uh, just to wrap up, I did not expect these two picks. Bateman, I'm very excited about. And OA, I'm intrigued, very, very intrigued. So um, this will be exciting. I mean, listen, it was it was two big needs, and the Ravens filled them. And so we'll see what happens. All right. By the way, Joe Tryon, the last pick of that first round, came out to the Bucks here. Uh, Jason, uh Tell people where they can find your stuff. You can find me on Twitter at Huddle It Up Films, but also YouTube. I have a nice football family over there, so please go over there and subscribe. And uh, I'd like to do more with my videos over there, but my football is my family, and uh, I really appreciate being here, and and thanks to everybody out there. All right, Jason. Hope we see you tomorrow night, and uh, look forward to that on uh, on the Zoom call. Uh, take a look out on Film Study Baltimore. you got content from all these people. It's wonderful stuff. Twitter follow and then also check out their work there. Uh, Thanks again for being here, guys. This has been a wonderful night of just enjoying the draft with other like-minded people. And I love this night more than just about any night of the year. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, everybody. All right, Josh, anything to say before we go? 
no, all the d Zoom details are all over on filmstudybaltimore.com. So you can get ready for day two right over there. Josh, thanks for all your hard work behind the scenes here, you know, on this pod, but on all the other pods and getting them posted. Really appreciate that. At Josh Sirocco. On, That's it. On, yep. At Josh Sirocco. And, and you want to plug your O's show? The, yeah, Birdland tonight after every Orioles game. Much better post game show than whatever Masson's doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, everybody else, for being on. And we'll talk to you tomorrow night on the Zoom call. All right. Thanks, guys. At Lowe's, we're your go to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.